Hey friend, and welcome to the Intentional Productivity Podcast. This is for you working moms that want your day to intentionally reflect your priorities. I'm Joelle Cease, I know, it looks like Seuss, and I'm passionate about intentional priority time management. I want you to feel like your day is filled with what's most important to you. I'm so glad you're here with me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey, hey, my friend, welcome to today's episode. We are going to be talking about mindless eating today. And I know with all that is going on, the life changes that have been happening, if you have been struggling with emotional eating, mindless eating, you're not alone. I've got some great tips for you guys today. And I just want to start this off in saying like, this has been a struggle for me too. Prior to the social distancing, shelter in place practices beginning, I was really on track and laser focused with my nutrition and with my workouts. And then all the unknowns started to happen and other people were panicking to get their pantries and fridges and freezers stocked up and toilet paper stocked up and everything. And and we kind of went through that time frame too, where we were like, oh my gosh, maybe we need to stock up. What if everything closes down for a long period of time? And so my husband went grocery shopping and bless his heart, he came home with a bunch of food for us to be prepared, but he also came home with more processed food than we've ever had in our home ever. And with everything that was going on and I was really listening to media way more than I should have, I found myself emotional eating for like two weeks. I could not get a grip on what I was putting in my mouth. So know that I am talking to you guys today as somebody who was on track and then off track, which I hate looking at nutrition that way, but really like I needed to get a grip on what I was eating. We started baking, you guys, I'm not a baker, and I started baking banana bread and muffins and cookies in a couple weeks. And I was like, why am I eating these foods that I wouldn't typically eat just because there is a pandemic going on. And I wanted to get to a place myself of getting my ish together, getting things together so I could come talk to you guys today with some helpful tips if you are emotional eating, struggling right now with your nutrition. And here's the standpoint of nutrition I want you guys to focus on is it's not just about eating healthy or eating on plan to lose weight or to change how your body looks. When we are eating healthy, nutritious food, we feel good. We have high energy. Our sleep is better. Our skin clears up. Like Because it's beneficial to eat healthy, to be a living, vibrant being, that is why I encourage us women to get a grip on our nutrition, stop consuming the overprocessed, high sugar foods so we can be our best selves. A lot got added onto our plate and life completely changed. Am I right? And so to be the best version of me, I know my energy and me feeling my best directly affects all the things and how I eat, what I put in my body matters. Now, maybe you could eat junk food all day, every day, and you don't notice anything different with your skin or your mood or your sleep. 
that's awesome. Lucky you. But I would guess that most of us, when we take the initiative of eating healthy for the way that we feel, your life will absolutely change. Your life and the way you view food will absolutely change. You won't feel like you're being forced to eat fresh fruits and vegetables and healthy proteins and healthy carbohydrates. You will want to, you will choose to fuel yourself in that way. So let's hop into today's tips. I've got four tips for you guys to really get yourself in check with emotional eating. And tip number one is becoming self-aware. When we are stressed out, when we are frustrated, when we are frazzled, this is the best time to become as self-aware as we can. Journal. I found myself when I was in the pantry asking myself the question, why am I in here? Why am I eating this? And when I was just simply self-reflecting on what it is I was doing and why I was choosing to eat those things, it really uncovered a lot because emotional eating is a very personal thing. And to get personal and to get to the root of it, you've got to go within yourself. You've got to ask yourself those questions. You've got to take a look at what's going on, what's causing me to do this. I know for me, especially when my firstborn was two (laughs) and we were going through the tantrums for the first time ever, oftentimes his tantrums triggered me to go into the pantry and comfort myself with sugar, comfort myself with food. And then once I became self-aware of that, I could then either replace the habit or reflect on it or stop it before I mindlessly walked into the pantry to look for something to eat. That self-awareness will bring you so much power. So when you are when you are in the midst of grabbing handfuls of Cheez-Its out of your pantry, ask yourself, why am I eating this? Why did I grab this? Really self-reflect. My second tip is have positive affirmations when it comes to food. And I actually learned this through the program, the nutrition program that Beachbody came out with almost two years ago, To Be Mindset, where in that program, we learned a series of mantras and mindful philosophies when it came to eating. Things like water first, veggies most, more water, more weight loss. When you have just that one alone in your mind, more water, more weight loss. The more water I drink, the more weight I will lose. More water, more weight loss, or more water, more energy. Or another one that was great was dinner and done, do something fun. When those after-dinner cravings those after-dinner sweet tooth habits kick in, you can start replacing it with the positive mindset of dinner is done, go do something fun. For us in our house, I often will say kitchen's closed. I always say that after dinner. We get dinner cleaned up and I'm like, kitchen's closed, kitchen's closed. And once we're done with dinner, we're done with dinner. There is no more food. Well, I shouldn't say that. My husband goes in and gets his bowl of ice cream after the kids go to bed or his bowl of cereal, but he's an adult and he can make his own food choices. Oh, that's going to be a bonus tip. I'm going to cover that as a bonus tip here in a second, you guys. But focusing on what you can have and what you instead of what you can't have. Focusing on the positives instead of the negatives. Instead of like, oh, I can't have cookies. Have positive affirmations surrounding food and repeat those in your mind. 
Third tip, systemize to make it easy. I know for me, when I am on point with my nutrition, I am eating similar things day in and day out. I have things on repeat until I get sick of them. For example, I was playing around with options for breakfast and I wanted things that would be filling so then I could eat my breakfast and break my fast and then not think about food again. I personally don't like eating small meals throughout the day because that leaves me constantly thinking about food. I would rather eat three filling meals, maybe one snack, and be full and satisfied instead of constantly thinking about eating. And I've also found that my body works really well doing this. So I have a breakfast that I have been having day in and day out. I have two lunch lunch options that I really, really like. And then dinner is pretty flexible because I do believe in eating the same thing as a family. So dinner really is kind of that meal where it's something new, it's something different, it's not the same every single day. But my breakfast, lunch, and snacks are on repeat. Currently, when I break my fast at around 10 a.m., I have oatmeal and my Shakeology. So I have a shake and I have my oatmeal. Oftentimes my shake is blended. I've kind of been doing like a um, superfoods cold brew right now, but in general, it's my shake and oatmeal. And that leaves me full until lunchtime. And with lunchtime, you guys probably have seen it on my Instagram page. I have been doing like a veggie bowl. I just take all the vegetables that I have, cucumber, tomato, red onion, feta cheese, sweet potato, maybe throw in some quinoa in there or chickpeas or something, two hard-boiled eggs, and voila. Throw that in a bowl. It is my lunch. When the boys are napping, that's when I'll have my beach bar, my chocolate fix with another scoop of my pre for my afternoon pick-me-up. And then dinner is really whatever the family is having a protein, a vegetable, and probably like some sort of potato because my husband's a meat and potatoes kind of guy. And that's what my typical days have been like. Systemizing your food will save your brain space for other things as well. Because when we are constantly, especially with being home all the time, constantly thinking of like, oh, what is going to be for dinner? What's going to be for lunch? What's for breakfast today? My kids are very much the same too. They really have about two breakfast options. It's consistent pretty much every single day. And since we are all home all the time now, I have also been having a couple meal options that are no cook lunches for the kids. And oftentimes it's just like a turkey and cheese sandwich, some carrot sticks, and then maybe you know, fruit or chips or french fries from the air fryer or something on the side. But I just try to have dinner be the only meal I cook and have lunch, breakfast, kind of be simple, fresh, fast foods. My fourth tip is investigate if something else is off. Right now we're home. We have a little bit more time because we're not running around and rushing around. Think of your emotional eating and asking yourself, is it really emotional eating? Is there something deeper going on here? Something like cortisol, hormone, insulin resistance. A lot of these different factors really do affect women and how our body is telling us that 
we need to eat when really there's just something deeper going on. You guys heard my last episode where I talk about feminine cycles and you guys know I have been using supplements to support my cortisol and my hormones. I will leave a link to them in the show notes below but I really do think that those have impacted my current weight loss and my control in my nutrition because I do think there was underlying deeper issues going on in my body and So many people talk about gut health. So many people talk about thyroid, cortisol, insulin resistance. There's a lot going on. And if you really just go on a journey of self-discovery, your body will tell you. So for example, when I was talking a lot about my weight loss resistance, everybody was telling me, thyroid, 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 thyroid. And in my mind, I was like, "I, I just don't think it is that. And my mom, you know, moms know best. My mom was like, Joelle, your cortisol is just off and causing excess inflammation. And once I started my stress relief, the cortisol supporting supplement that I've been taking, I immediately noticed a huge difference in my inflammation in my face. It went away so, 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 so quickly. If you guys do want to chat more about those supplements, you can hit me up on Instagram. I know a lot of you have been messaging me about like which one I suggest if you could only pick one. And that really just depends on what it is you feel is off within your body. Talking about insulin resistance, and I've mentioned this before on my intentional health and fitness podcast episode is really taking an investigation of which is better for your body. I told you guys that for me, eating three larger meals throughout the day that are filling and keep me out of the kitchen and keep me away from snacking works better for me. But I do have clients and friends that their bodies work best off of eating small meals throughout the day, starting from the moment they wake up to the morning that or the time that they go to bed. And that's how they feel their metabolism on fire. So I played around with both of those things. I played around with um, time nutrition, really eating small meals throughout the day. And then recently, I've been very consistent again with my intermittent fasting, my 16 hour fast, and then my eight our eating windows. And if you YouTube my name and then put intermittent fasting, you guys will see archives of videos me talking about intermittent fasting from like six to seven years ago. Prior to kids, I was such a consistent intermittent faster. Every single day I was fasting 16 hours. And then with kids and and producing milk and low sleep, all of that stuff, I really just could not get my body into the groove with intermittent fasting, but lately I was like, okay, I am going to really be consistent with this. I got an app on my phone. I think it's called Zero, Z-E-R-O, and it's actually a fasting tracker where, because I'm a mom now, like I cannot remember when I exactly when I stopped eating and when I should start eating and doing the math of 16 hours. I know that sounds dumb, but when I finish my last meal of the day, which is usually around 5.30, 6 o'clock at night, I go into my app and do start fast. And then it'll send me a reminder on my phone when I have hit my 16 hour goal. So for me, playing around with intermittent fasting has been key. Now I said I was 
was going to leave a little bonus episode or a little bonus tip in here of being on track when your significant other is not. One thing I really just want to talk to you ladies when it comes to your own personal health and fitness and your own personal goals with anything is you and your significant other are a support system to each other, but you don't need to do the exact same things. What I choose to do is about me and how I want to show up in my life and how the choices that my husband makes are his, right? And he is an adult and he can make his own choices. I don't need to be his mom and tell him to eat more vegetables. What he does and what I do are our own our own choices. We are both adults. And so yeah, you know, a lot of nights I don't sit in the living room and watch my husband eat ice cream or eat cereal because I don't want to have that on a nightly basis. I mean, when he goes and gets Dairy Queen like once a month, of course, I'm going to have my little mini blizzard and enjoy it. I'm not like depriving depriving myself of everything, but I'm just being intentional about my indulgences. And so that's one thing I wish so many women would understand because I have worked with hundreds of women in their health and fitness journey and they often are like my husband doesn't eat healthy my husband doesn't work out and that's okay that is a okay you don't have to judge him off of what he is doing or not doing and the same goes for you just ask for that support ask and say you know I'm really going to focus on my nutrition because I want to have energy and I want to feel good and really think about your reason that is driving you and let it let it be right let it be and if your husband grabs Doritos while you guys are watching a show together, either you grab a different snack that's a healthier option or you be intentional about your Dorito portion or you just don't sit next to the Doritos, right? Like we are adults and just like we tell our kids and know our kids should eat healthy so they feel good, we've got to take that same ownership for ourselves and it does not matter if your husband eats healthy with you or not, or eats junk food with you or not. I feel like this could be a whole episode in and of itself because there are some hacks that I have of how I stay on track with my nutrition while not cooking like three different meals for everybody. If you guys would like that episode, please let me know on Instagram. This is already pretty long today, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I did want to let you guys know that I do have spots open for five new clients to join in on my Boxing Babes Boot Camp. This Boxing Babes Boot Camp is going to be on Instagram through a DM thread and it goes until June 1st. Right now I have six ladies in there and we are talking about what goals we would like to achieve by June 1st. I've got fun, exciting meal plans, tips, motivation. We'll be checking in with each other. So if you're looking for a supportive girl group, that will keep you on track with your your nutrition and your fitness, you can fill out the form in the show notes below and I will reach out to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope all is well for you and your family and you are getting a routine and rhythm 
in a new normal through the craziness that is going on. Stay healthy and stay safe, my friend. Okay, my friend, real quick before you go, if you like today's show, please subscribe, share this with your friend, and leave me a review. To leave a review, it is so simple. I didn't know how to do this either, so if you don't know how, I'm about to tell you it is super simple. All you have to do is the app that you are listening to this podcast in. Find my show, scroll down, you'll then see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a review and rating. I would love you so, so much for taking the time to do this, and each week, I will be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out and thank you for listening. And in all honesty, the reviews is what helps the podcast get into the hands of other working moms so they can listen in, feel less frazzled, and be intentionally productive. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.